0: Welcome to the Ordinary Church Podcast, a discussion of God's extraordinary works through his ordinary ways. My name is Winston Weber, and today we're talking with James Holt. How's it going, James? It's going well, Winston. Thanks. Good to have you on. And we're going to talk today about missionaries and missions in general. We just finished up VBS. That was a crazy time of talking about missionaries and donating missionaries. And I mean, I thought it would be really cool to have you on, talk about missions because you are a missionary, right?
1: Yes. Yes. My wife and I had the chance to work in missions for quite a few years overseas, and then here in the States as well, both in in the Dominican Republic there, uh, and then also now uh, in in Philadelphia. And now here, even now, we are still on missionary support. Okay. So give us a, a good definition. When we're
0: talking about missionaries and being on mission, can you give me a little bit more of a definition? I've been told from VBS for years that I can be a missionary wherever I am. So can you help me narrow that down a little bit?
1: So missionaries are those who are working full time for the most part or getting part of their support from other believers or churches to do the work of spreading the gospel. And so it it doesn't require that you are long plane flights away. It doesn't require that you are in using a different language. There is missions work going on here in the U.S. and there is missions work going on all over the world. Yeah. So that, I think, is an important thing to distinguish just in the same way
0: that we could talk about people who are pastors, right? People who explain the gospel, who preach the word. And there's a distinct difference between, you know, a missionary who it's their vocation, it's their job to go and do these things, as opposed to me, who
1: is just supposed to share the gospel, right? Yes, and thinking about the the distinction there too, a, a pastor gets their support often from the tithes and offerings at a, at a church, and a missionary will oftentimes get their support from a, a broader spectrum of uh, of areas from churches, from individuals, and so they're and they're doing a work that's not necessarily part of a specific local church, but is an extension of that to okay. another area or or a different group of people. Yeah, that, that's
0: very helpful. And I kind of wanted to talk about support. A little bit, obviously. Yes, you know, you were one of our missionaries, still are one of our missionaries, and so talk to me a little bit. You know, I'm an ordinary church goer, right? I give money to a missionary, and they, I guess, go do my job for me of telling the gospel. So, talk to me a little bit about like <laughs> wh- what exactly is my role in helping and
1: aiding your ministry as a missionary. There is there is something funny about that, in, in saying an ordinary church goer and and missionaries. I was talking with my wife about this and how, you know, how, how, how did we, we felt good support through the years. And some, some of that best support ha, has been in the fact of thinking that in, in a lot of ways, missionaries are, are normal people as well. You know, we're, we're normal Christians. And so, so we both need the the support that an, an ordinary believer, an ordinary church goer needs, mm-hmm. um, you know, the same Accountability, the same. Uh, we need friends, you know. We need fellowship. Uh, we need encouragement from the Word. We need counsel because, in a lot of ways, we're we're on that that same journey. And and the difference is our our vocation is that, and so we're working into that, and we're working through support. But in a lot of ways, we are ordinary church goers that are are in an, an extension of that local body somewhere else, and doing doing a specific work in that way. And so there's the there is that that idea that sometimes missionaries are put on a pedestal and that that can sometimes hurt the actual support that they need because they need counsel they need fellowship they need friends and it's kind of hard to be put on a pedestal because you're being being watched in that way and so sometimes it's missionaries are to be honored and there are those who are across the world risking their lives and and there is kind of a even in scripture there's just just an extra blessing in that um, but as well like you got to remember uh, they they're doing something that the lord is allowing and he is supplying for. But also they they need the the, the ordinary supports that that everyday mm. ordinary church going believers who are are doing that doing a, a missions work in a different way as in their daily life and at work and with neighbors, that they need those same supports too on on an ordinary level as well. Oftentimes uh, as as we went as a family, we felt really blessed that we got to go to like some people would put us on that level of like, oh, you're going to a hard place and sacrificing. And, and the reality was, you know, this, that going was just a, is a blessing to us. It it wasn't really seen as a sacrifice to go do that because God kind of put that before us and gave us those desires. And, and so really we were, we were getting to go do that. And so it wasn't a great sacrifice Mm. in in that way. And so it's, there's just that balance of, hey, we're, we felt really blessed to be able to go and that people would support us was just something that we're, we're amazed at how God supplies. That's awesome. So talk to me about
0: when we are supporting you. You know, some of it is money. A lot of it is prayer, I'm sure. But talk to me about doing short-term missions trips to go encourage missionaries. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that has been coming up Especially in the past decade, within the yes. um, Universal Church, mm-hmm. of how exactly we are supposed to minister to our missionaries when they're on the field. So, can you enlighten us a little bit on that?
1: Absolutely. Thinking of our of our own experience and thinking of things that we we see in Scripture too. We were talking in Titus this past week, and we saw that these men were going. And Paul was calling them to come to him um, because he needed them. He needed support. He needed he needed the blessing that they were going to be in his life. And so Paul is calling out to, to believers that he knew from other places to come and support him and minister to him. And then we see as they're going as well, Paul tells others, hey, give them what they need for that journey. And so there's both that financial support, and then we see examples of them coming and ministering to people. And for us, while we were in the Dominican Republic, we really missed uh, missed fellowship in a lot of ways. And we had a group come to us. Um, the group happened to be from Grace Church of Orange here, but they came to us with the idea of both ministering in our neighborhood and blessing the church that we were a part of there but then also they pushed themselves beyond their limit in that way cuz they would minister during the day to to the church and do did some programs but then in the evening they would come and they they would do worship with us and they would do performances for us specifically to encourage us with God's word specifically to to give us that fellowship that we had that we had longed for and missed and it was it was a blessing that was just amazing. Their, their, their desire was, was to serve and was to do that, but it wasn't, their desire wasn't to go on a, an adventure trip where they were going as, as tourists, but they had that focus of, we are going to minister to those who are ministering the gospel and ministering to needs in other places. And so that was a, it, it was a huge blessing and a great example of that. Yeah. And I I think that that can
0: be kind of the Go to model. You know, we see a lot of these missions programs that oftentimes start off with saying, yeah, you know, you can go preach Jesus to all these different people. You can go build houses and you can and it starts going down. And then it's like, and also see the world. And it's like, yeah that's the main draw for a lot of these different people going on these trips. Well, is, of
1: course, you want to be the hero. Yeah,
0: I, I, I coming in, savior to go, you know, build a house for somebody. And here at Grace, for those of you who don't know, we we do a class called Helping Without Hurting. Uh, one of the things I talk about is one thing that we need to be careful of is, and I know this is true in your circumstances, that when we are coming to see our
1: missionaries, we're not coming and saying, give us a tour, right? Yeah. Or give us all we want to, hey, we want to do this and this and this and build this because that's honestly a lot of work for the missionaries. So you want to come with the attitude of what would what would best serve you? Mm-hmm. Um, and so because honestly, putting together construction projects and other projects like that, they can be a blessing, but they can be a huge burden. And so in, in short term missions, they have a great impact. I know that I know short term missions had a great impact on my life uh, as I went. It, it gave me a, a, a vision of how people across the world were living very differently than we were. It gave me a, a good picture of how how rich in a lot of ways, we are in, in our, our country here. And so it helped me to, to have a compassion and a heart for the nations. And so that that's an important aspect of it. But yeah, as you go, having a plan and how to support the missionary and really, really giving them the freedom to say... Yes, we would like you to do a project, or no? Hey, we we'd like you to do uh, and letting them direct the work that you're doing so that it can be most useful to them and not a burden in that way. And and you know, and, and in a lot of ways, missionaries won't call it a burden. They won't they won't tell you that because they know that it's it's doing something in the hearts of the people who are coming. And and you know, they're they're already. On a, on a place where they like to serve and sacrificially serve. and so so they will serve groups that come and do that. But it is a real blessing to have a group that comes and and is willing to be directed as opposed to have a plan in mind before before they they talk to the missionaries. Sure. So talk to me a little bit about the
0: biggest struggle for missions. Maybe there are people considering becoming a missionary. Give us an insight into the difficulties that come along with
1: missionary work and what some things people don't expect. Hmm. You know as as we talk to people who think about missions the the first thing that is always a, a barrier is is the financial aspect. Is raising support, is asking other people to come alongside you and provide for your needs. Because it does it it, it works at at the pride that we have. In wanting to do that. But there's also a natural, like God has God has given that desire to us to provide for our family, to work. And so it's it is it's it's weighing that balance and and finding out, okay, no, there is there is support scripturally. We see Paul commanding those who are, you know, in First Corinthians, we see Paul and we see that it's commanded that that those who are proclaiming the gospel, they get they can get their living by the gospel. And then another passage is Philippians 4. It says, Yet it was kind of you to share my trouble. And you Philippians yourself know that in the beginning of the gospel, when I left Macedonia, no church entered into partnership with me in giving and receiving except you only. Even in Thessalonica, you sent me help for my needs once and again. And Paul was provided for by the Philippians when he was close to them, when he was far away from them. And, and Paul had the attitude of, of being willing to live with plenty and live with much. And and many times he would sacrifice not getting his living from people, but there is, there's plenty of scriptural support to say, there are, there are certain things that we can do to glorify God that then would require us to be supported by others. And, And that's a need that there is. And it's a big step of faith to say, all right, I'm going to, trust that God is going to provide. And we've seen God provide in so many ways through through those who are committed to support us on a month-to-month basis, through one-time gifts, um, through people who said, hey, I want to support little needs that you have, put up an Amazon list, and and they would buy things off our Amazon list and send it to us. Mm. Um, and so they they were helping our ministry through doing that. And so We've we've had some people as well, as we've gone and talked with them. It's it's really important as a missionary to go and, and present and have a passion for what you're doing. And so as we would present it, I, I remember one meeting with a guy, he he's a businessman, you know, and he he loved the idea of investing in us. He loved the idea of, of God gave him the ability to 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 make money and and be able to do that. And he loved the idea of investing in us because he knew it was going to have an eternal reward. It was going to have an eternal return, even though it didn't have a financial one. And so we see that. And and that barrier is one that, that can be overcome. And and so it's it's something that that is is a difficulty. But but as God gives you a passion, and then as 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 you get counsel from others, you know, you you look to to overcome that barrier and and really see how God Supplies for you. Hmm. Well, thank you, James. That's that's very good. And part of what I want to talk about
0: too is talking to you, a family man. You have, I I believe, forty five children. Is that correct? <laughs> um, so, talk to me a little bit about
1: being a missionary family. Hmm. Yeah, part of that is is that idea of a pedestal again, not to put the family on a pedestal, or especially the the children. As you think about missionary kids coming in. Um, They might speak another language and that's really cool. Or they might have a different style because they've been living in a different part of the world. And one of the important things to do as you have missionary families come through, or as you go and visit them, try and respect the family and the kids in a way of of not trying to get them to, to show off the different skills that they had. Or if you think they're unique in some way, trying to pull that out, but let let them do it as it comes out naturally, sort of, because we've we've had that situation where people will go uh, and and sometimes it's it's the missionaries themselves will put their kids up on a stage to perform a song in another language mm, or other things mm-hmm. like that, and and that's all right if the family decides to do that, but calling them to do that can kind of be an, an awkward thing for kids, and they have enough. Of this moving from one place to another can be difficult. So, kind of figuring out how to best take care of and and respect the missionary family is is something that's really important. I know our boys, uh, while they understand Spanish, because they're in an environment, if they're in an environment where everybody speaks English, they want to be. They want to be normal. Uh, You know, so they speak English. (laughs) They don't. They don't want to show off their Spanish, even as. As we, as parents, like, are we're proud of that? You know, we're proud that they can understand it and speak it a little bit. Um, but, but it's that that idea of you know, kids they want to be normal, they want to yeah. be a part of uh, the group that's going around, and and they don't want to kind of be necessarily the the focus of attention. Oh. some actually like that too. Well,
0: sometimes. and that kind of comes back to the whole idea of what you were
1: saying, right? Don't put them on a pedestal. Yeah. And- Thankfully, we haven't really had that experience <laughs> ourselves. Most yeah. of that is is hearing from other missionaries and for missionary trainings and yeah. missionary support groups. There are those type things out there. Um, but the brutal. other thing like for our kids too, <laughs> like, like one way, so that, so that's kind of the the passive, like, Hey, yeah. you know, let, let the kids be, be kids still. But the other way is, is really pray for our kids. Mm. You know, they, they go through uh, different cultural transitions and expectations that are, are put on them or just felt um, because they're missionary kids, but pray that God, God would get a hold of their hearts. Mm. Um, one of the prayers we ask people to pray for our kids is that they wouldn't become Pharisees. They're going to be kids who know the gospel. They're hearing it all the time as we take them with us and talk with other people about it, and so they're going to know all this this stuff. But we really want God to transform their heart. Yeah. We we know so many missionaries who their their kids grow up and eventually they get to the point of of freedom, and it's it's tough because they're they're gonna encounter temptation in a a lot of different ways. And so families that have kids who are in one part of the world going to college as they've done that, pray for their their kids as they go off to college that God would allow them to stay grounded in that foundation that their parents desire for them to see a, a life of sacrifice, a life of based on biblical Ministry, sharing the gospel with others, and so uh, so be praying, especially yeah. for their kids, because there's there's just a lot of temptation for missionary kids.
0: Unless for some reason you think that just because by means of being a missionary kid you are
1: automatically saved, we need to be praying for these right. kids, All and right. and in that way too, um, as we talk about support, pray for missionaries, um, pray. Mm. Pray for them as you pray for other families in your church, as uh, you know, pray for their marriages, the extra stress of being in a cross-cultural situation, pray for relationships with other missionaries. That's one of the, one of the leading reasons that people leave the mission field is just difficulty in those, those interpersonal relationships with other missionaries that they're, that they're partnering with, you know, pray that God would provide fruit and a harvest to encourage them. Pray for endurance when there is no fruit pray for energy because it's it's exhausting i remember learning a new language we you get so exhausted when your mind has to think through all these decisions that are just a given in your in your home country and in, in in the place where you grew up pray for rest um, that there wouldn't be a, a guilt in in taking a Sabbath, in taking a rest, because you need that to recuperate. You need those, those cycles. And, and you can be surrounded in different places. Like we were, you know, there was a lot of poverty in the Dominican Republic. There was a lot of need in Philadelphia where we were at. You can be ruled by, by urgent needs all the time and feel guilty about taking rest. But that's something we really need in order so that we can both Leave things in God's hand and trust that he's going to be working while we sleep at night, but then as as well so that we can recharge and be ready to to minister again. Mm. And so we, we as well ask to pray that in the midst of, of busy ministry schedules, they are, that they're deeply connected with Christ. Mm. You know, reading the word, trusting his power to work. Um, because you can get so involved in everything, and this is the same in, in a in a normal church, you can you can get so involved in ministry that that pulls away from your deep dependence and connection to to Christ and his and and your time in his word that you need to be vitally sharing the gospel and living out and loving others in the way that Christ did. So my last question is: assuming
0: that people are already talking to their missionaries, so. If you're not talking to your missionaries, you should be talking to your missionaries. But this is a question that I have. If you're already talking to
1: your missionaries, what are good questions to ask your missionaries? Mm, good questions to ask your missionaries. Yeah, ask them about specific needs. Uh, that's, a, that's an easy one. Ask them about things that that might bless their children and their family. So not just thinking about the ministry, but thinking about taking care of of the family. That's something that's that's really a blessing. You can ask them about about their ministry, ask them about people that you can be praying for that they are ministering to. And in that way, you can get a sense of of how God is working and, and what fruit is going on and and be a part of that fruit and that fruit bearing without kind of saying, hey, what you know, what, what are what are you accomplishing? What but are ask, you actually ask, doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you actually doing? Ask ask how you can be praying for specific things that week. Ask how you can be praying for specific people that they are in contact with and they are reaching. And then you can follow up with that too. And you can see how God is answering those prayers and be a part of that. And So if you stay connected and and are able to ask about some specifics in ministry and pray for those, then you can continue to follow up on those and, and see how it's going. And don't expect that every person they're in contact with is going to come to a knowledge of the gospel well they mm-hmm. they may come to a knowledge of the gospel but but not everyone's going to become a a piece of fruit that is flourishing, there's going to be lots and lots of discouraging contacts where, where a missionary is throwing out seed and, and talking to people and meeting people. And, and, and we go through this time, especially as you're starting out, you, you find new people who are, uh, they seem receptive to you relationally. And then as, as the gospel comes out, the person kind of disappears and, and, you know, like, okay, well that person's not sensitive to the gospel and 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 that that can be discouraging because you think oh god i th- i think this person's open and and so be praying for that and then then be praying for the 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 next fruit to come along and that god would provide for that harvest absolutely
0: and like i said it it assumes that you are talking with your missionaries right mm-hmm. and in today's technological age we have no excuse
1: not to be talking to. Our my wife really likes random emails random of emails. encouragement, especially along the lines of of sharing scripture with mm. them. Say, hey, mm-hmm. I was praying for you this morning. I love. I have a pastor friend who just sends me those, and and is faithful to send those. I know to other missionaries that they're supporting as well. He'll send that. Hey, I was thinking in my in my sermon this week about this scripture, and we want to we're encouraging believers to trust God in this area, and just wanted to encourage you with that as well. So those truths of scripture, like like we need pastors you know missionaries need pastors in their lives they need friends in their lives who encourage them um, the same way that we encourage others and so that yeah that's a part of of the support that is needed and and really encouraging
0: Mm. well thank you so much for joining us today james it was a true blessing to have you on today thanks winston And that's going to do it for us today on this episode of Ordinary Church. We hope that it encouraged you to reach out to your missionaries, to be talking to them, be praying for them. And if you'd like to send us an email, talk about maybe more questions about missions, go ahead and email us at ordinarychurch at gmail.com. We hope this episode was beneficial to you. And, And remember that this is not just a Grace Church of Orange podcast. This podcast really was designed to go beyond the walls of Grace Church of Orange. So hopefully you can send that out to somebody else, hopefully you can maybe even send it to a missionary. We hope it's encouraging to them as well. And we hope that you'll join us next Thursday as we remain faithful, even in the ordinary.